Today's reading will be from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I repeat, do not worry about every, anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in the Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I repeat, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. And, and the God, God of peace will, will be, with, be you. with you. I was going to begin with showing you a video this morning, but we're having a little trouble with our Wi-Fi or lack thereof here in the sanctuary, so I'll have to describe it for you. It is a, it's a little video segment from a church in South Carolina, and the video begins uh, with uh, a man who is uh, waking up in the morning in his bed, but he's completely wrapped in wrapping paper, and he opens his eyes, and he sees that he is alive. And he's thrilled, and he opens his present, and he looks over, and there is his wife, who is also wrapped in wrapping paper, and he's thrilled. And he starts to get out of bed, and he puts his feet down on the floor, and they work, and he's thrilled. And then in walks his little mummified children, also wrapped in wrapping paper. And he's thrilled. Oh my gosh, I have got a family, I've got a, a wife, and I've got children. And then he you know, goes to his bathroom and he sees, he turns on the water and sure enough, he's got running water and he is delighted. And then, you know, he gets dressed and he's got a toothbrush. Oh my gosh. Uh, and everything is wrapped and he goes into the kitchen and he gets his cup of coffee and it's also wrapped in, in, in wrapping paper because that is a gift, my friends. And, <laughs> and he's got his cup of coffee and he's so delighted. And then, you know, so, and then his wife hands him his car keys that are also wrapped uh, because he's got a car and he walks outside and sure enough his car is wrapped in wrapping paper. And it's this wonderful little vignette, I'll put it on the church's Facebook page today so you can see it, but it's just this lovely thing of utter delight and joy of all the things that we have. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice that sense of, of joy and expectation, of a, a, a sense of wonder 
wonder at all that we can do, all that our bodies do for us without us even thinking about them, all that we so often take for granted. Albert Einstein is quoted as saying that there are two ways of of looking at things. One is that nothing is a miracle, and the other is that everything is a miracle. And, And I try to live with the latter. I think that, uh, gosh, there's hardly anything, you know, that, that our bodies are just ticking away here this morning. Every one of you got up, got here. I think most of you are probably pretty clean. You probably smell pretty good. Uh, you're, you are well fed. Hopefully you ate this morning, but if you didn't, you probably know how you're going to get your next meal. Isn't that miraculous? Here we sit in these pews that were built by a generation before us. Here we sit on this, I don't know how they didn't put a window up here. I don't know. Uh, But there is a magnificent ocean right there. (laughs) There is, you know, here we just sit in this, gosh, we are in a blessed and a privileged place here at Riviera. What a joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It seems that we can look at the world and we can wake up every morning with, you know, put on a set of glasses that tell us to look through the world with a lens of fear and suspicion. We can look through the world with a sense of, you know, uh, angst and fear and doubts. Or we can look through the world and, and we can look for what's wrong, what isn't right, And there's plenty of that. I'm not saying that we don't notice those things. Or we can look with a sense of gratitude. And we can look with a sense of expectation and wonder. And we can wonder how we might contribute to the good in the world. I don't really understand all the science behind it, but it seems like, uh, you know, pretty much every week they come out with a new study on the importance of gratitude and the importance of of remembering the good things, particularly in times of stress and uncertainty, to remember the good things. Now, they say if you write down three things that you are grateful for in a journal or, you know, wherever, every day, it will actually start to change your mindset. I don't know about your brain chemistry, but your mindset. So we're going to start that right now. You got a bulletin in front of you. You can write on there. I want you to write down three things that you are grateful for, and I want you to be specific. Don't just say, I'm grateful for, I don't know, food and health and a home. Those are all very important. But see if you can be specific about the things that you are grateful for. I love to hear the sound of rustling of papers. I'll just give you a moment. What are some of the things that you are most thankful for today? That isn't a rhetorical question. I'm really asking you. So what are, what are some of the things that you are most grateful for this day? I, I see a hand. 
Okay, yeah? Just, you can just call them out because I can't really see very well. <laughs> Donna. Yeah, I am. Ah, amen, sister. I, 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 poor Donna knows this because I, every time I see Donna, she was so, so sick a year ago or so, and I didn't think she would make it. And so every time I see Donna, I'm grateful to see Donna. Sorry? Where we live. My goodness, do y'all live in a beautiful place? <laughs> yes. D. For the church. Amen. Yeah. Meaningful work. Yeah. Yeah. Staying at home with your kids. That's a blessing. Yeah. For your husband, that's that's not sappy. Hey, <laughs> lots of people look for a partner and don't ever find one, so that is a blessing. Yeah, lifelong friends. You just returned from Texas, right? Seeing people, there, there is something about people that have known you and been with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. For for Mother Nature, for the gifts of this creation. Yeah, for cough drops. Amen. <laughs> They have saved me on more than a few occasions. Mm-hmm. Puppies. Yes, please. I have three of them. Yeah. Uh, a warm bed. In our house, we changed over to the flannel sheets this week. It was chilly. And aren't we grateful that we have the ability to change into flannel sheets? <laughs> Yeah. There is something about cultivating the practice of gratitude. It, it, it turns our hearts. It shifts us. There is, it's all too easy in life to look for the things that are wrong, to look for the things that, that get us down, that agitate us, that frustrate us. But to turn our hearts to gratitude is such a profound um, act of faith It's one of the things I love about this Thanksgiving holiday. It's really, certainly it has been commercialized, but it's kind of hard to commercialize a turkey. I mean, it it is a holiday that is about giving thanks. I don't, you know, did it seem strange to you this year? It felt to me like it jumped immediately from Halloween to Christmas. Um, I, like, is it? right? This wasn't just me, right? <laughs> just, I mean, it just was like November 1st, everything was Christmified. Uh, and, and I thought, well, hold on, hold on. We got something very important in the middle of this. We need to stop. We need to give thanks. We need to slow down. Now, this is about as late as Thanksgiving can get, And so perhaps the retailers just couldn't stand it anymore. But usually you can get to like November 15th or something before getting inundated. But this year it was just, didn't work out that way. But I want us as a church to be a place of gratitude. To be a place where we give thanks for one another. That we give thanks for the incredible gifts that this church has. The incredible gifts of music ministry for the incredible, I mean, we've got this lovely organ, we've got, this, we've got musicians, we've got people that offer their gifts freely to the church. 
We have a fantastic preschool that, that ministers to you know, about 30 families every five days a week. I had the opportunity this week to go to their Thanksgiving meal on Thursday and hear the children sing and lead prayers with the kids. What a blessing that is that our church gets to be in ministry with young families every single day of the week. And that we get to be in ministry with older families and older kids and our Dina's over there with our kids in Sunday school, that we get to have our youth uh, that grow up in the faith. Uh, Hey, Bella Haynes drove to church this morning. (laughs) Some of you probably remember Bella Haynes when she was like this. Now she's got car keys. (laughs) There's something really profound about that. There's something really profound that we get to be a place where people are nurtured in the faith, where people grow, that uh, our kids get to go in mission and do service together, that we get to be in ministry with Toberman all the time. This church is so generous with helping out a community of people who, who aren't as blessed as we are. And so what an opportunity we have to just live with that sense of rejoicing This time of the year in the church is a time of the year when we talk about stewardship and we talk about our giving. And for some people, they kind of grimace when the church talks about money and giving. And yet for me, because I come out of this place of gratitude, it's such a gift. It's such a gift that that Mark and I are able to make a financial contribution to support all of these ministries that we love. I mean, what what a profound blessing to be a part of the ministries of this church to be a place that is literally a beacon in this community. What a a great and profound gift. Today, during our offering time, we're going to have an opportunity to to make our, our gifts, our pledges known to the church. We talk about pledging or estimate of giving for 2020. 2020 has a nice sound to it, doesn't it? Uh... I see it as, as a year of clarity. That's what I'm seeing at it. A year of vision and clarity. I mean, a name like 2020, how can it not be? Um, but we have an opportunity to, to sort of make our pledges to the church. And when we make a pledge to the church, we're saying this is what we intend to give in the coming year. Obviously, it can be changed if your financial circumstances change. But it's a way of sort of setting aside some of our resources in order to support the broader ministry of the church. I think that's a gift, and I I am always glad to be able to get to do that. So during the offering time today, if you remembered to bring a pledge card, we probably sent one to you, Um, you can bring that up and place it on this beautiful altar that Laura Lynn made. And um, you can bring that up along with whatever offering you brought today. If you did, so many people give online now, and that's great. Um, <laughs> but if you want to bring your offering up here, if you're not able to come up to the altar but would like to uh, still make your gift today, the ushers will have both uh, offering, will pass the offering plate as well as pledge cards if you forgot yours today or you would like one and didn't get one yet. Um, and so during this time of offering, it will be a time of, of consecrating all of our gifts, our gifts to the church uh, today and our gifts to the church in the coming year or what we hope to give. This allows our finance team to, re, to plan for the budget for the coming year. Um, 
And so as, as we give, as we give thanks today, um, I just I want to invite you to be in that, that frame as you think about how you will support the church's ministry in the coming year financially. There are lots of ways to support the ministry of the church. Let us pray. God, it is always so good to give you thanks. We give you thanks this day for our family and our friends and our bodies that got us to this house of worship this morning and for the opportunity to worship you and to worship you freely. We give you thanks for all those who accompany us on this journey of life, for our, our family, for our friends, for lifelong friends and new friends. We give you thanks for all the ways that you nurture and bless us in our lives. As we think about the church's ministries, we pray that you would help us to be faithful in all that we give and all that we do. Let us be people of rejoicing, people of gratitude and wonder and praise. For you are doing good things among us. And so we give you thanks and praise. Amen.